The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, opposition uh, to the traditional St. Patrick's Day visit to the White House over the US's stance in the war on Gaza, gathering pace. Last week, we spoke to people before Prophets Paul Murphy. He called on the government to boycott that visit. Today, it was the turn of the SDLP leader, Cullum Eastwood. He said he will not be attending the celebrations. He outlined his reasons on News Talk Breakfast this morning. 26,000 people in Gaza have been wiped off the face of the earth by the Israeli government. And it just doesn't seem right to me to be drinking Guinness and uh, celebrating um, in the White House, given the fact that the, the American administration could uh, do a lot more, in my view, to put an end to this genocide. So I think, you know, we obviously, it's obviously a big decision to make, and we're very good friends with the American administration. But if friends can't tell each other the truth, then I'm not sure um, what else we can be doing. And I think, for me, anyway, and others will make their own decision. Uh, there wasn't much choice. I just don't believe that we can be celebrating uh, during all this. That was Cullum Eastwood, the leader of the SDLP, outlining the reasons he's going to be uh, boycotting the trip, the Patrick's Day trip to Washington, D.C., uh, to Shane and Kira this morning on News Talk Breakfast. Daniel Mulhall is with me now, former Irish ambassador to the United States, amongst other countries. Uh, Daniel, it is good to talk to you, as always. Good afternoon to you. Um, do you think that the government should do likewise, boycott the annual trip to Washington, D.C.? Well, the short answer is no, but just let me um, give you a slightly longer answer. Um, I sympathise with the uh, those who are calling for a boycott because, like everyone else, I'm appalled by what's been happening in Gaza over the last few months, and I think it's high time that Israel stopped its assault on Gaza and tried to look forward to some kind of uh, peace process leading to a two-state solution. And I understand why Colm Eastwood um, would decide not to go, but there is a difference between Colm Eastwood, a party leader, and um, you know, the Taoiseach, the head of government. Just to mention that we had the Chinese Prime Minister here in Dublin um, a couple of weeks ago, and there was no issue about that, even though China is clearly, uh, at a minimum, supporting uh, Russia indirectly uh, in its war in Ukraine. And it also um, has a few things to answer about human rights uh, issues in in China itself. And yet uh, we welcome the Chinese uh, Prime Minister. So in that context, it would be strange for us uh, not to go and talk to President Biden and try to persuade him that uh, he should be doing more to pressure Israel into taking the uh, road of peace. Might we persuade him, though, by not going? You know, given how much he wears his Irishness on his sleeve, a president like Joe Biden, this might actually be impactful. No, I don't believe so. No, no, it would be it would be shrugged off. What I'd be more afraid of is that it would become a political football in the United States and that uh, his Republican opponents, remember the, the campaign for the presidential election is ramping up now and, and will be probably in full swing fairly soon. I could just uh, I just imagine, you know, a Republican ad, oh, his own people, the Irish that he has sent, uh, that he associates with, he's so bad, he's a bad president that they won't even uh, come and talk to him. Now, of course, the reasons for our not coming would be completely ignored, you know, in that kind of political context. But I could see a political football being made out of this and Republicans seeking to embarrass the president uh, based on on an Irish government boycott of the White House. I just don't think it'll happen. I don't think it should happen. And the the point is that if we were to boycott, it would have no effect 
on, on, on the US, on the US opinion, other than to maybe alienate some of our friends. Uh, some of our friends in Irish America would not be impressed by this kind of move. President Biden would, I think, be offended and maybe politically disadvantaged uh, by this situation. And it would, not, it would not do a single thing to shorten the conflict in Gaza or to save any lives among the Palestinians. Is the Patrick's Day um, celebration and the events around it and the meetings that happen in the background, I mean, is that the, are they the forums, the fora to, to, to bring up our, our concerns about the situation in Gaza? Yes, I mean, the normal routine, of course, it, you know, it, it can change, but it's been going on for quite a while now, so it probably has been well established. And that is, there's a meeting with the vice president in the morning, there is a meeting with the president in the Oval Office. There is a lunch hosted by the speaker on Capitol Hill, attended by the president. And then in the afternoon, there are meetings with Congress. And in the evening, a reception at the White House where the shamrock is, is, is handed over. So um, the most substantive part of the visit, of course, is the meeting in the Oval Office. And this is a chance for our Taoiseach to have a, an intimate meeting with the President of the United States, the most powerful political figure in the world, and to put across Irish views on a whole range of subjects, on Northern Ireland, on Brexit, on EU-US relations, on the Ukraine, and indeed on Gaza. So uh, it's an opportunity that we should not pass up. And I can't think of any other country in the world that has been giving the United States a wide berth over the last few months because of Gaza. I think if you check, you'll find that no country has taken this position because uh, when you're a government, you have to continue to talk to people who don't agree with you and try to bring them round to your point of view, which I, think, which, which I hope is what Ishak will try to do when he goes to Washington in um, uh, March. Can, can we look back uh, through previous meetings and, and point at a, a kind of a, a positive benefit for this country as an outcome? Or, or is it the nature of these things that the, the benefits are kind of intangible? Well, I mean... I mean, if you go back to the era of, of, of President Clinton, uh, there was very real, tangible benefit in that ultimately President Clinton took an active role in trying to broker peace in Northern Ireland, sent George Mitchell over to chair the talks process, which eventually led to the Good Friday Agreement and 25 years of peace on the island of Ireland. That, that's a very substantial um, outcome. Well, uh, how, how important were the, the Patrick's Day meetings? Well, it's part of the process. I mean, obviously, I mean, no one meeting, uh, you know, um, produces a, 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 a result because there would have been many meetings would have taken place between at official level, at ministerial level, and ultimately at Taoiseach level. But the Taoiseach, the opportunity that Taoiseach has every year to get into the Oval Office and put across Ireland's point of view to the most powerful person in the world is an invaluable opportunity. And I know when I was in Washington, some of my European colleagues were agog at how Ireland managed to get this full day devoted to Irish affairs in Washington every year. Most of them would be lucky to get their prime minister or president over once every two or three or four years. So this is an opportunity for Ireland, and it's not one that we, I think, can afford to pass up because it's vital to us across the board, mm. and it's an opportunity for us to put our point of view across to the American president. And this American president is sympathetic and will listen to what Ireland has to say, will it change uh, his policy? I, I wouldn't say, I, I, I can't say it will, but we have to make the effort to try and uh, appeal to him to put pressure on the Israelis uh, to end the violence and um, push forward towards a peaceful settlement with the Palestinians. Yeah, it might be the warmest reception we get in Washington for a few years. 
Well, who knows? I mean, nobody knows uh, what's going to yeah. happen in the election uh, at the end of the year. But, I mean, if this, um, I mean, <laughs> look, if this uh, Patrick's Day tradition were to be broken this year, because we decided not to go on. I don't mm. believe that will. There's any any chance that will happen. But if but if it was to happen, I think it would be very difficult to reinstate it. Whether it's um, Biden or Trump in the Oval Office next year, I think it would be extremely difficult uh, to revive it. Uh, because once you break a tradition like that, getting it back on the road again is obviously very going to be very very difficult. So I'm, I'm my my you know my uh, my fervent hope would be, and I, I don't in any way mean to deride or demean those who are calling for a boycott. I can see the point of view they have. I just happen to take the view that it would not be in our interest. It would not do any good for the Palestinians. It would not be in Ireland's interest, and it would cause long-lasting harm. I remember Irish-American politicians saying to me, look, we have to, you know, they, they reminded me that, that Jewish-American politicians had always been very supportive of Ireland on the issues of peace and reconciliation in Northern Ireland. You know, I'll give you one example. Um, Senator Chuck Schumer of New York, one of the, one of the strongest uh, supporters we would have in uh, the Senate. He's a Jewish-American. So, you know, we've got to be careful not to alienate people and at the same time, not be able to do anything positive to help the Palestinian cause by engaging in this kind of boycott of Washington, D.C., which no other country is doing. Daniel Bahal, former ambassador of Ireland to the United States, amongst other countries. Daniel, thanks a million for speaking to us. You're welcome. Thank you. Breed Smith is with us as well now, the People Before Profit TD for Dublin South Central. Uh, Breed, I'll, I'll take it as right, you disagree with Daniel that you would agree with your, your party colleagues that we should boycott this trip. Why exactly? Well, I do. I strongly disagree with, with Daniel Mulhall, and I'd like to take issue with a number of things he said there. For starters, he acknowledges that this is a whole day given to the Irish every year, year after year after year, and no other country or political movement enjoys that. And then you have to ask yourself, why do we enjoy it? And when you look at the reasons why we enjoy it, it's because there are tens of millions of the Irish diaspora living in the US who vote either Republican or Democrat, and they are trying to court that vote. This is an election year for the US, election year for many countries, but it's a very important election year for the US. And by withdrawing our support for the Shamrock Day and the events in the White House, we would be sending a very strong signal to Joe Biden, who now has the the honourable name of Genocide Joe, because every bomb and every bullet that hits Gaza uh, is signed off by a cheque from the USA. And he has blood on his hands in a big way. I don't have to go over the statistics of the thousands and thousands of people dead and most of them women and children. But let's not forget it, that even on, on at that level, the US, the European Union and Britain have now in the last sort of 24, 48 hours decided they're going to punish the Palestinian people for the decision at the ICJ and they're going to withdraw the support for the UNRWA fund mm. because allegedly 12 um, Hamas fighters who attacked Israel on the 7th of October were employees of the UNHCR in Gaza, of which there are 13,000 employees. Now, what they're doing is they're piling more punishment onto Gazan women and children and people who've survived so far. More and more punishment. They're isolating them. Mm. And there is no doubt if they proceed with this, we are hurtling towards one of the most serious famines seen on the planet in a long, long time. And Joe Biden led the call on this. Were were you not concerned uh, that uh, UNRWA employees were involved in the October 7th attack? 
Oh, yeah, I am. The allegation says there was 12 of them. Nine of them have been suspended from work. One of them at least is dead. And we're looking for the who's the other one. And I'm, I, of course, I'm concerned about that. But there's 12 out of 13,000 employees. Mm. It's not like all of UNRWA employees are, you know, Hamas militants that go out every other day of the week after the Israeli people or, or, or the Israeli army. So this is a really over the top. A bitter and horrible thing to do to the Palestinian people. Never mind the fact that Joe Biden hasn't once, has not once, in fact, he blocked calls for a ceasefire uh, from, he, he says it, but he does nothing to implement it. And I think if our politicians refuse to go over, they would be doing something to force him to implement it. Going over and chatting to him, the man's in his 80s. Yeah. He'll be having pints of Guinness with them. He will, it'll go over his head. And, and, and Dan Mulhall said, it'll be lots of issues that we'll talk about. There'll be Brexit, there'll be trade, there'll be this, and Palestine. He's not going to do anything on the back of that. Whereas if we punish the Amer- American establishment as the Irish diaspora and the Irish people and say, yeah. we're not having nothing to do with you until you make Israel accountable for their actions. And, but do, do you really believe, Breed, it would have any impact? Oh, of course it would. It's obvious. Why else do they give us a whole day on the 17th of March with all that palaver that the, the Dan Mulhall outlined, you know, lunches and dinners and Oval Office events and all the rest of it? I know, but there's, there's one thing for to be kind of embarrassed that we won't come, uh, given the palaver that they, they, they kind of engage with every year. It's quite another for that to redirect US foreign policy. Well, it's be quite another for it to damage the Irish vote for Joe Biden. And that's what the, that is what the desired outcome would be. That of all the politicians, including Mary Lou Macdonald and the government and politicians said, no, you've blood on your hands. You're now trying to starve the people of Gaza and we're not having anything to do with you because we want the diaspora in Ireland, in America to take this serious and to abide by human rights. And I've no doubt, because I know many of them, that thousands of Irish people are out on the protests in America, some of which have been huge. And by the way, so are tens of thousands of Jewish people out protesting against what's happening uh, in Gaza. So I just think it's outrageous hypocrisy what they're going on with. Breed Smith, People Before Profit TD for Dublin South Central. Breed, thank you. And thank you again to Daniel Mulhall, the former ambassador of Ireland to the United States. 087 1400 106, the number, if you've got a view on that, like this listener who says the Irish government needs to make some statement to the world that the vast majority of Irish people, about what the vast majority of Irish people feel about the situation in Gaza. Somebody else says, why don't we use the chance to talk to the President, the Speaker of the House, etc., to bring up the concerns of the Irish people about the conflict in Palestine and Israel. Use what we have as opposed to just boycotting it. Phil says it would be a disgrace should any member of the Northern Assembly attend the White House St. Patrick's Day reception while the, assemb- while the Assembly is currently suspend it. So Phil's uh, reason for supporting Colm Eastwood's uh, decision not to go completely different uh, from uh, Colm Eastwood's decision. But Steve says the call for a boycott is absolute rubbish talk. While the US has influence, it is not their war. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.